in this episode, the stories we share come from Panama. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome to another episode of What Good. I'm your storyteller, Keisha Christie. And in this episode, the stories we share come from Panama. Did you know that Panama is the country that connects North America to South America? And that the capital city, Panama City, is the only city that has a rainforest within its limits. Well, let's get into the stories. I say crick, you say crack. Crick, crack, crick. Let's get into it. This Panamanian folklore is called Old Grandfather. There was a little old man who was known on the island as Old Grandfather. Every morning at dawn, he would set out in his canoe and paddle to the mainland where his fields were. Old Grandfather always kept to himself and he wouldn't allow anyone to come within a mile of his land. No one caught sight of him until the evening when he paddled back to the island with his canoe, so loaded with bananas, corn, squash, yams, coconut, that they almost sank the little boat to the bottom of the sea floor. All of the people scratched their heads. How could this little old grandfather harvest so much every day? No one could figure it out. His nephews wondered most of all. They begged old grandfather, take us with you to your fields. But the old man shook his head. No, I work alone and you boys make too much noise. Now, the nephews weren't the type to just sit still or take no for an answer. They decided that they would follow old grandfather to the mainland and find out what his secret was. Well, the next day, Old Grandfather got up at dawn, walked down to his canoe, and his nephews were wide awake. But they lay quietly in the dark, listening to the old man's every move. As soon as they heard his paddle hit the water, they jumped up and ran for their canoe and headed out behind him. Old Grandfather paddled to the mainland with his nephews in hot pursuit keeping their heads low in the canoe, trying not to be seen and trying very hard to keep from talking. Old grandfather turned on a bend where the river meets the ocean and began to paddle upstream. The nephews, wondering where he was going, continued to follow, but did not have a clue where they were. So they kept trying to peek and see what was happening without being seen by old grandfather up ahead. They passed through mango groves and coconut groves, which looked really, really tempting. And the nephews tried their hardest not to eat them because they hadn't packed their own food. Just as they were about to jump up and grab breakfast, old grandfather pulled his canoe onto a patch of land, took out his machete and bag. Then he walked off into the jungle. The nephews held their breath, waiting under the cool shade of the mango groves for old grandfather to clear out of sight. Then, oh so quietly, they pulled their canoe alongside the old man's and followed him. 
the nephews crept behind bush and peered through leaves. There in front of them was old grandfather laying against a tree snoring as if a horn were blowing through his nose. And get this, he was bald. All of the hairs on old grandfather's head were strutting across the ground. One was slinging a machete, another planting yam, a third carrying bananas. Others of the hairs were harvesting yams and hauling coconuts. All the while, bald old grandfather kept snoring under the tree, sound asleep. Seeing all of these hairs marching all around old grandfather's field scared the living daylights out of the nephews. They might have been able to keep still, but the hair with the machete started swinging in their direction. The two nephews let out a big walloping yell. Old grandfather jumped up and started shouting, Oh no, little hares, they found out our secret. Come quick, come quick. The little hares dropped their machetes, seeds, bananas, and they came leaping back towards old grandfather. But they were in such a rush. Instead of landing on his head, they were jumping and landing everywhere else on his arms, on his legs, on his chest, and a great bunch under his arms. <laughs> so that's why today people have hair all over their bodies. It's because of crazy old grandfather. This next story is a Kuna folktale. It is called The Cockroach and the Rat. There was a time where a cockroach lived in a beautiful home with a beautiful garden, and she took care of it every day. But before she went out and tended to her work, she would look in the mirror and say, Ooh, what a beautiful cockroach am I? And she would go out into her garden and make beautiful flowers. She would tend to them day in and day out. Well, one day she was out in her garden digging and she found a chest. And in that chest had so many precious stones, diamonds and rubies and all the like. She said, "Ooh, I am a beautiful cockroach and I am a very rich cockroach as well. Well, it is time for me to marry. So... First, the cat came and the cat said, hmm, cockroach, what are you up to? And cockroach said, well, am I not a beautiful cockroach? And cat said, mm, yeah, you're beautiful. And she said, well, I'm also a rich cockroach. Meow. Cow said, a rich cockroach. Well, that's nice. And cockroach said, well, will you marry me? And cat said, um, Okay. And Cockroach said, well, if you have a beautiful singing voice, then we can marry. So Cat cleared his voice <clears throat> and began to sing. Well, that just hurt Cockroach's ears. And she said, oh, no, we cannot be married. Go away, go away. Well, next, Dog came to visit. And Cockroach said to Dog, well, am I not a beautiful cockroach? And Dog said, well, yes, you're a beautiful cockroach. And then Cockroach said, well, I'm also a rich cockroach. And Dog said, oh, wow. And Cockroach said, well, will you marry me? And Cockroach said, well, yeah, 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 yes, I will. And Cockroach said, well, sing for me. If you have a beautiful singing voice, then I will marry you. Well, Dog cleared his voice. <clears throat> oh, that hurt Cockroach's ears. And she said, no, we cannot be married. Go away, go away, go away. Well, finally, Rat came to visit 
and cockroach said well am i not a beautiful cockroach and rat said yes yes you are and she said well i'm not only a beautiful cockroach i'm also a very rich cockroach and rat said yes yes you are and cockroach said well will you marry me and rat said yes yes i will cockroach said well you need to sing for me because if you have a beautiful singing voice then we can marry and Rat cleared his voice and went into a beautiful song that left Cockroach's ears ringing in its beauty. And she said, wonderful, we'll get married right away. Well, Rat went away and got dressed up in his most beautiful rat tuxedo and came to get Cockroach the next day. When he knocked on the door, he could smell something cooking. Cockroach opened the door and she said, oh, hi, let's go to the church to be married. And Rat said, oh, what's that smell? It smells wonderful. And Cockroach said, well, that's our soup. Once we get married, we will sit down and have lunch. Well, Rat was feeling a little bit hungry and Rat said, well, well, can I have a little bit of soup now? And Cockroach said, no, once we're married, we can have the soup. And Cockroach closed the door and they headed to the church. Well, when they got closer to the church, Rat said, you know, I forgot something. I need to go back and, 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 and get it. And Cockroach said, what could you have forgotten? We're almost at the church. And Rat said, no, I really need to, to get this, this thing. It's the rings. I, I, we cannot get married without the rings. Well, Cockroach said, well, you're right. We need the rings. Okay, run along and get it and meet me at the church, but come quickly. So Rat ran all the way back to Cockroach's house, went into the kitchen and took in the smell of the pot. And he wrapped his arm around the pot cover, but couldn't quite get it. So Rat wrapped his tail around the handle and pulled and pulled until he got the lid off. And then he thought, you know, I'm just going to have one carrot and then I can have the rest later. So he reached in and couldn't get it. So he reached in a little bit further and a little bit further and a little more with the clink. There was no more sound. Well, Cockroach was at the church waiting. She waited one hour, then two, then three and four. She waited so long until Cockroach decided that she just she should not have trusted Rat, and she did not make a very good decision wanting to marry him. So she headed back to her home to have some soup. At least she would have her soup. She came in and the house smelled so wonderful with that soupy smell that she got a bowl and was ready to eat her soup. She took off the lid and she said, oh, what's that? It smells different. And she looked and she thought, oh, there's an olive in my soup and when she went to pull it out it was rat's nose well that was the end of rat and cockroach lived happily by herself being the most beautiful cockroach she had ever seen and the richest cockroach there was Thank you for joining us for another episode of Walk Good. Join us next week as we upload a new episode for your enjoyment every Tuesday. Gather your family and your friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and as always, walk good. <laughs>